Happy Sunday, brothers and sisters. Father Ron here, breaking open the word and our gospel, not our gospel, our second reading for this Sunday is from the same book, same chapter as the breaking open the word last Sunday. It's from Philippians, St. Paul, chapter 4, verse 10 to 13. In lovely, (laughs) beautiful reading. Oh my gosh. And here it is. Brothers and sisters, I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. I love that last line. I can do all things, good, struggle, joy, whatever it is, if I am tethered to the one who gives me strength. Gosh, I love that reading. (laughs) And you know, friends, one of the questions I get asked all the time as a priest is, what made you decide to become a priest? And my answer, it's always the same, of course. My grandma. Not that she ever specifically asked me or encouraged me or pressured me in any way at all. In fact, it was probably just the opposite. It was just her deep and abiding faith and love for Jesus and his mother that even as a small boy, I was just so taken by. You know, walking through the house. You know, my dad was an oncologist. My mom was a nurse. So they were at the hospital you know, every day, of course. And me and my two brothers, we would come home from school, grade school, and we'd stay at my grandma's place until my mom or dad picked me up, picked us up. So every day coming home from school, you know, walking through the house that she had, she and my grandpa lived in, um, you know, it wasn't much, humble. She wasn't, had no money. <laughs> but her faith was everywhere. (laughs) You know, crucifixes and religious paintings on every wall. I have no doubt that with her arthritis that she was plagued with, if she didn't have that and had a tall ladder, she would have painted her living room ceiling like that of the Sistine Chapel. (laughs) Now, it would be hideous, but she would have probably done it. She was, oh, Grandma, I miss her so much. She never preached her faith, though, never pushed it on anyone in any way, and in fact, was probably reluctant to do so even when asked. But her faith was everything to her. In the few times that everything was going great in her life or in the midst of the challenges and suffering she endured throughout most of her 87 years, her faith and reliance upon Jesus, 
and his mother was paramount. It's the only thing that got her through. And despite the struggles, Grandma was mostly full of smiles and joy, always willing to help others as if she didn't have a care in the world. But her burden was so heavy. My grandpa, her husband, who he was legally blind most of his life and had to be taken care of. Well, he too shared grandma's devotion and deep faith. They were both fond of saying, God has blessed us so abundantly. Really, it's something I never really understood as a kid considering so much of what I saw in their lives was just struggle and and hardship. But that's what brings me to our scripture today, friends. From St. Paul, he gives us the answer to that quandary. St. Paul, a man who, like Grandma and Grandpa, enjoyed both the beauty and the joy of life but also suffered great hardship and struggle, as we know. And I'm sure the people close to St. Paul, to Paul, and in his communities, wondered and probably asked themselves the same question I did with Grandma. How can this be? Right? How can someone so full of love and joy and passion also bear the weight of such suffering and hardship at the same time, right? I mean, you know, like like when bad things happen, you're supposed to be afraid and, and anxious, not content and feeling blessed. But luckily, St. Paul tells us the secret of a centered and this abundant life that through the good and the bad, the struggles and the joys, when the walls of life are crashing in or the sky is opening up either way or both at the same time, the secret is what Grandma also knew, and St. Paul tells us today, it's a deep and abiding connection in faith with God, who, as St. Paul said today, will take you through all things with help and guidance. Right? When that connection, when our prayer life. That's what our connection with God is, prayer. When that is vibrant and alive, then we know Jesus. We feel Jesus there with us. And of course, he will help us walk us through our greatest fears and challenges. St. Paul knew it. That's why he said it's a secret. Grandma knew it. Grandpa knew it. I'm no psychic, 
<laughs> you know, I'm no mind reader, but I know what maybe many of you are thinking right now. Well, prayer gets us through things. That's no secret. We all know that. <laughs> that's true. But that's not the secret St. Paul is telling us today. The secret itself is hidden somewhere between when everything is going good and when everything is caving in upon you. Something we all know but easily forget, unlike Grandma and St. Paul, that it is prayer, yes, that gets us through it, but prayer not only when you need God and are struggling, but also at the same time when your life is full of blessing. I mean, hear the reading again. I got it over here. Hear the reading again. This is it. St. Paul, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances, good or bad, either way. And he says, I know what it is to be in suffering, to be in need, but I also know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, that secret, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. And that's the question, I think, today, friends. Do we give the same amount of time and attention, the same passion and heartfelt connection to God in prayer during the good times as in the bad? If we are not with him in the good times, how will we find our way when things turn dark? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I'll be the first to admit that I don't always do that. Earlier in the year, I had a health scare myself that drew me into a very deep and vibrant, really, prayer life. My PSA for my prostate was very high, and considering my dad's brother died from prostate cancer and my dad also had prostate cancer, the chances of me getting it are significantly higher than most. So with that high PSA that, that measures the prostate stuff. I had an MRI, didn't come back so good, so they did a biopsy of my, my prostate. And during those, I don't know what it was, a week, a week and a half, something, of waiting and those procedures going on, my heart and spirit was so alive and inflamed with this incredible connection to God in prayer. I mean, I didn't love the reason for it, but I absolutely loved the experience of 
I don't know, feeling so much closer to Jesus in the midst of all of this fear and trepidation. Suddenly, I had all sorts of time for God. Morning and evening, I sometimes even canceled appointments during that week and a half or so, so that I could spend more time in prayer. Yeah, suffering and tragedy has a tendency to do that, as we all know. But what about the good times? As St. Paul says, what about the times that I want for nothing and have great food and good friendships and life is really pretty good? I will tell you, not near the same amount of time have I given to Jesus in prayer when that is the case. Something bad happens, he gets all sorts of time. And see, that's the secret St. Paul is talking about today. We don't have to work on coming before the Lord when we need him. It's when we think we don't or have forgotten that we do. The secret that St. Paul is sharing today is that our relationship with Jesus, with his father, with his mother, should be balanced in our lives between both the good and everything is great and the bad and we don't know what is happening and we're afraid. Our hearts and spirit and prayer should be as robust and desirous when we have so much to be thankful for and when we think we don't. So friends, that's the challenge that I hear in my own life from today's scripture that I want to offer you. Feed and nourish your prayer life in the midst of blessing and the scale being lifted high towards the good as when it's in the bad. We have, again, we have no problem making time for God in prayer when we need him in the bad. But let's start making more space in the other times as well. Really commit yourself as if your life or work or financial stability depended on it. And while I know many of you already are, I wanna end by offering you something that might help you in that. It's called God Moments. Okay, now God Moments, it's a setting on our God Minute app that will randomly, when it's on, it will randomly remind you with an audio sound two times during every day. And that audio sound is to help you stop at that moment and give God a moment of your time and gratitude. Is that not what prayer is? Giving God a little time and gratitude. Oftentimes we're so busy during the day, you know, we don't even think of God even once. Well, God moments is going to help us at least twice a day to do that, to pause and to be mindful and to lift a short prayer of thanksgiving to the God who gave you this moment. So 
take a take a look at it if you don't already have it. You can find it on the more menu at the bottom of the app. It's like more, tap, tap on that. And then tap on moments, M-O-M-E-N-T-S, moments. And just hit the slide bar to turn it on. And then starting tomorrow, again, you'll randomly hear twice a day. You don't know when it's coming. In the midst of everything is going on, you're going to hear that sound. And it's going to call you to that moment of breath and mindfulness and turn your thoughts to the God who has given you so much. Make the balance. <laughs> Try it out. Thanks for being with me today, folks. God bless you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great Sunday. <laughs>